back and it's time for another story so as you all know I took a little bit of a break a little mini hiatus uh, for some personal reasons some some things going on within my family and there are still things going on as well and I just needed some time away and I still need time to myself to be really frankly honest but there was a story stirring in my spirit and I felt the need to come share because these story times, these podcasts, these moments that I share with you all are actually very reflective and very reminiscent of um, therapy sessions for me. I've mentioned that before. So today I want to talk about being ignored So it's not very common that I get ignored, to be really honest with you. Um, And I guess it it just depends on how you look at it, because there are times when people don't respond and I just chalk it up to that's just how they are. Um, I don't really put too much emphasis on whether someone responds or not. And I, I think that's just how I am. Like, I just... I think I've gotten to this point in my life where it's like, oh, you didn't respond. Oh, okay, whatever. You know, like moving forward. I just don't really care. Now, there will be some people that it will specifically bother me. Um, and it's typically those I know that they're not doing anything. I know that they're not busy. And it's because I know simply because social media ruins things for everyone. Social media is the bane of our existence. And for some reason, people haven't learned that yet, or they have, and they just don't care. So the reason why this came up actually is because I noticed that a couple people in my life, um, people that I hold to a pretty high standard (laughs) and expectation, uh, had not responded to a couple of very important messages that I had sent them. And to this day, they still haven't responded to them. And it wasn't the type of question that was really inquiring about them specifically, or it wasn't the type of thing that was, um, it just wasn't something that you ignore. Like, it was just the type of message, just like, why would you even ignore that? Like, what makes, <laughs> but regardless, they still haven't responded. And it kind of, it kind of bothered me. But then I was just like, well, you know, it is what it is. So last night I was actually having a conversation with a friend of mine and she was going through the same thing, but it was with someone that she had an interest in romantically. So it really bothered her that this guy wasn't messaging her back. And, you know, like I was over there somewhat being a little hype person, like, oh yeah, you know, he he shouldn't <laughs> no just kidding I wasn't I wasn't being that friend but I I do find it interesting that people will not respond but then get on social media and they're up there all day long you know they might even like something that you posted they might respond to something that you said they might watch your little story or whatever but they don't actually respond to you and it kind of makes me wonder where we are in society that we feel like it's okay to completely ignore someone that has directly communicated with you. Is that where we are with communication that we don't actually respond to people anymore? We just feel like, oh, well, they they see that I'm on social media, so everything's cool. 
Actually, no, that makes things way worse because now we know that you aren't doing a single thing. You're just over here taking selfies or, you know, posting random quotes or um, responding to something that I posted on, on Instagram or Facebook, but you don't have the time, quote unquote, to actually respond to what I directly said to you. That's bananas. I don't. I don't understand that and I don't understand where we are because for me, I always respond to people because I don't want anyone to ever think that they're not important enough for me to respond to them because that's, it's, that's just, eventually that's what you feel like. You feel like, wow, like this person does not care to respond. They don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not on that level with them and you know, you don't even know why. Like, like I said, there have been times when I have said something as simple uh, as, hey, are you coming over? Or, hey, um, you know, like, let me know your plans for this date so that I can plan accordingly. Or, you know, like, how are you feeling? Are you good? You know, and, and, and it'll be simple things like that, that sometimes people won't respond to. And it just leaves me like, so confused because I'm just like why would you not respond to someone checking on you I don't I don't get that (laughs) so the story time that I want to share with you all is actually um a story from kind of back in the day like I gave you guys some examples just now but this one is not that far back it was maybe like mm, maybe about a year ago and there, you know, there was someone in my life that, you know, I'm like, we're friends. I would like to think I'm, I'm not really sure. It's very hot and cold in and out sometimes maybe, oh, we are, oh, we aren't. I don't know. So on one occasion, you know, my friend kind of opened up to me, started telling me some very, you know, deep and dark things about like trauma and baggage and, um, You know, there was just a lot to unpack there, a lot to dissect and understand. And eventually I just kind of sat back and was like, wow, like I kind of understand you a little bit more now. And my friend would have these sporadic moments when um, they would open up and really just put it all on the table and want me to be there for them in a sense. And I didn't really... I didn't really take it like, oh, you want me to be there for you and hold you and, and and be a source of like compassion. I kinda interpreted more like you need to open up, you need to vent, and you need someone to listen. And so that's what it was. And I sat there and I listened to everything and I was just like, Wow, this is this is a lot, you know. But it was also the type of stuff that just simply would not stress me out. There are things that just don't bother me, um, you know, with my friends, um, their relationships are really their business. For the most part, I'm not really too concerned with who you're dating. I don't really care. As long as they treat you right and you're happy at the end of the day, I'm cool. I'm not really concerned with my friends, other friends, um, you know, as long as they respect you and the friendship is good, I'm good. But I don't really get involved whenever uh, people have uh, 
my friends have uh, issues with their friends or their significant others. I just try to stay out of it. You know, I, I try not to really be in the know about whatever the issue is. Now, granted, it's very normal for people to come to you when they're, well, your friends to come to you when they're in a relationship and there's some problems or they're, um, you know, they're annoyed or they don't understand something. We all do it. I've done it. I've definitely gone to my friends like, yo, can you believe this right here? You know, but ultimately I'm not looking for my friends to tell me what I should do in that relationship. Just like I'm, I'm hoping they don't expect me to tell them what to do. Cause I'm just going to be like, break up with them, break up with her, leave, go be free. Because that is honestly my favorite thing to say. Anytime you are in any type of distress um, and you are uncomfortable, you're not happy, whatever the case may be, let them go. Um, and that is what I told my friend at the time because my friend was talking about how one of their friends was toxy-turvy, kind of toxic, not really sure what's going on. And I ultimately was like, cut them off. Like, you know, like, what do you want me to say? When someone's in your life that is causing you any type of distress, you have to be able to cut them out, even if it is just temporary. I don't believe in holding on to people for any reason at all. Like, I don't, I don't care who they are. I don't care if it is family. If they are really causing you um, some type of unhappiness, if they are really making you that distressed, cut them off. Even if it's your mama, I know it's harder because it's your mom, but at the same time, mama has it. She has to understand that you are a human being. She also has to understand that you are your own person, your own entity. Like at the end of the day, you can't just be sitting here stressed out, confused, miserable, sick to your stomach because someone else has that type of power over you. So Long story short, you know, this whole debacle with my friend and their friend kept going on and on and on for a while. And I kind of got tired of hearing about it, honestly. It's the same whenever you have a friend that's in a bad relationship and you know, everybody knows they need to get out of the relationship, but they keep going back to it. I'm actually dealing with that right now. Somebody I know in a bad relationship, but they're still in it. And I know you're listening. Break up with him. Thank you. But anyway, (laughs) um... I just, I just, it just really bothers me that someone could come to you and lean on you during those times, but then disappear, like they vanish and they have a name for them. They call them energy vampires or something like that. And I don't think, I think that's a little extreme. Like I'm not going to walk around calling people energy vampires, but it's, it's true in a sense, and it's definitely true for people who are empaths or empaths, whatever you call them, people who are very deep in their feeling and they can uh, feel what other people are feeling. I actually had a friend say that to me a couple of days, no, about a week ago, um, when she, you know, I was kind of thanking her for being there for me through everything and um, she was just like, I'm an, I'm an empath. Like, you know, I can't help it. I feel what other people feel. And it's not the first time I've heard that said, uh, I have another friend that has, you know, said that as well. Um, and I think a lot of people think that I am as well, but the truth is I don't, I, I don't feel 
too much like it just depends like it depends on my connection with you and if I truly care about you as a person and I hold um, a special place in my heart for you then I can um, I can feel a little bit more like I can I can check in to those feelings um I also had a friend tell me that she didn't, even though she thought that it would be a great career for me to be a psychologist or a psychiatrist, she also said, I don't want you to do that because you're going to bring those emotions home and it's going to, it's going to weigh on you. And I was like, girl, you don't know me, but she was like, but I do. And she does. And I give her credit for acknowledging like, even though something seems like the best move for you, ultimately it's not the best move for you because you don't want to be home like stressing over clients and, and, and worrying about patients and stuff like that. So back to my friend who, you know, unpacked all her luggage, you know, let's just call her, uh, we need to come up with a name for her. Hmm. Delilah. <laughs> so Delilah, you know, was telling me that, you know, she she was sick and tired of this back and forth with her friend and how her friend really just was um, toxic. And, you know, like you could see the distress, you could see how bad this relationship with this friend was really killing Delilah. Like she was broken out. She had, you know, um, acne and um, she just generally didn't look well. And uh, I was just, you know, at first I was very sympathetic. I was, I was there and I was like being a decent friend. But then after maybe like six months and Delilah's friend was still a topic, I was like, Delilah, leave that girl alone. <laughs> like just leave the friend in the past. I don't know about these toxic attachments, but this has to end. So then fast forward, Delilah attaches herself to someone else. And now Delilah is attached, is attached to a guy. Let's call him Fred. And Fred <laughs> is, I don't know anything about Fred, but from what I do know about him, um, I don't know anything about him personally. I've never met him or anything like that. But what I do know about him uh, by way of, Delilah is that Fred is not good news. Fred does very bad things. Fred, you know, is is rude. Fred calls Delilah out of her name. It, it's just like XYZ, Fred ain't it. Like Fred has to go. So when you have a friend like Delilah who you give advice to on the regular and then they ignore you, it's kind of like, why do I even speak? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you want from me. I don't understand. So Delilah and Fred weren't together that long. They only dated for like maybe a couple months, maybe. And then they broke up. And then the weird thing was Delilah and Fred continued to talk to each other. Um, now this is common. We all break up with people and keep talking to them. Like we never broke up with him. That is the strangest thing. It's just the, it's just the human thing to do. But the strange thing is how we are kind of programmed, especially if we have a lot of like dysfunction and trauma in our background to attach ourselves to this negativity. 
And I feel like that's what happened with Delilah. Delilah decided I'm going to. I'm going to continue to talk to this guy, even though I know he's bad news. I'm going to continue to talk to him. I'm going to fix him. I'm going to fix Fred. Well, Fred can't be fixed because Fred is damaged goods. Fred is, I don't even know what to, to say about Fred. I mean, from what I know, Fred is not the one. Like, he seems to have a little bit of controlling nature behind him. He seems to be the type that is... He doesn't really seem to care, but then at the same time, he checks in just enough to make you seem, you know, feel like you care or whatever. Well, long story short, every time I talk to Delilah, sometimes, I mean, not not sometimes, somehow, Fred seems to come up every single time. And I've gotten to this point now where I'm just like, I don't even really want to talk to Delilah, (laughs) but I check in on her. Because I know that she's going through a lot. I know that she needs, you know, that support in her life. I know that she needs a friend that's just going to be there. Despite all the buffoonery. Okay. Well, I checked in on Delilah one day. And even, even in spite of everything that's going on in my life. I have a lot going on. I have a lot, a lot, a lot going on. And... It's, it's too much a lot of days. It's overwhelming. And sometimes the way that I deal with what I'm going through is to check in on other people. So if you ever randomly get a message or a call from me and I'm just like, hey, I'm just checking on you. Or, I hope you're doing okay. Or, you know, I hope, you know, I hope peace is in your heart today. It's because I'm trying to like project that onto you. So hopefully you reflect it back to me and it makes me feel better inside. So I've done that. I did that with Delilah and I got no response from Delilah whatsoever. And it really bothered me because I was like, it's the simplest thing. How do you ignore someone that is checking on you, but you have time to entertain someone who is nothing but toxic for you? And that just seems to be our nature. That seems to be the new norm for us to to just entertain people that are absolutely no good but we would rather ignore the constants in our lives we would rather um ignore the people who have been there from the beginning and who continue to be there even through your bullshit so you know excuse my french but that's exactly what it is it's bs to ignore people who actually care about you it's for someone who is trying to to be a negative source in your life. So, long story short, I'm very I'm not super upset with Delilah, but I am kind of disappointed. Um I'm disappointed in the fact that I can get on social media and see Delilah at any good time. I'm disappointed in the fact that Delilah doesn't call or text, you know, until it seems convenient for her you know and I don't think she realizes that that's something that she does but it is very much something that she does so ultimately what I what I realized is that Delilah the traits that she didn't like in her friend are the same traits that she exhibits so maybe the reason why this this friendship is dissolving is because 
she attracts what she reflects. And I am not attracted to that because I don't reflect that. I don't ignore people. I'm not looking for everything that is going to create drama and hassle in my life. Um, And that's the other part about Delilah. Although she tries her very best to be like this fun-loving, enjoyable person, most of the things that Delilah puts out there are kind of on the negative side. You know, they're kind of like complaints or or quarrels and queries about whatever's going on in life. Um, and then, you know, for the most part, there's just nothing ever good happening in Delilah's world. So basically, what I want you to take from this story about Delilah is that if I call you and you don't answer the phone and then I send you a text and you don't respond to my text, I'm probably done with you. No, I'm just kidding. That's not what I want you to take from it. What I want you to take from this story about Delilah, though, seriously, is that sometimes we get too comfortable in feeling that um, just because we are present in social media or whatever the case may be, we, we, we neglect those who are directly in communication with us. We are neglecting the people that are constantly there and checking in. And I'm not saying that you have a right to a response from a specific person, but I do think you, you should feel some type of way if someone is constantly coming to you, leaning on you, but then whenever you actually are are trying your best to check in and be there for them. They can't seem to reciprocate that. That's something that you have to be very, very aware of. You have to be um, on your, on your 10, um, not on your 10. You have to be on your P's and Q's. You have to have 10 toes down and be very aware of what's taking place um, when someone um, avidly and and knowingly and ignores you because that's what's happening they're ignoring you whenever they're able to be on social media they're ignoring you when they're in communication with people that are no good for them but at the same time they can't acknowledge what you said to them that that you have to be very very aware and very conscious of that um so for me all I want you to take from that story is know your worth and value in someone's life. And sometimes, as they say on the read, you got to break up with them, even if it is a friend, even if it is a family member. People will come in and suck the energy right on out of you, but have no regard for the fact that you are trying to care, that you are trying to check in. And ultimately, <laughs> that shit gets old so all i gotta say is thanks for listening hey and remember you are worthy of a response you are worthy of being acknowledged